Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How fun was Christmas as a kid? I mean, that's even an expression, right? Happier than a kid on Christmas or whatever. But man, once you become an adult, those responsibilities just start piling up. You got to start worrying about time off and how much time you're going to work and when the kids are in school and when they're out of school and how we're traveling here and what hotel we're staying at and do we need a flight and it gets expensive. And then you've got all the extra added stress of, oh, I got to hang this light and I got to put up this tree and then we got to wrap the presents. But most importantly, the financial stress of we got to buy all of these presents. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Hurry to save with Conrad.com. We want to make sure that you hit 2022 the way you planned on ahead of the game. Don't go overspend and kick the can down the road and make it one of your new year's resolutions next year where you say, well, I guess this year I'm going to try to get out of debt and save money. Do it right now. All the experts are predicting that interest rates are going to rise next year. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine, but here's what's happened in the last two years. All of a sudden your house is probably worth more than ever. Why not use some of your newfound equity to get the best interest rate you've ever had while we've still got them. Get rid of your PMI. That in and of itself might save you two or 300 bucks. And at the same time, get rid of all your credit card debt. Just like that. If you can hear my voice and you're in a 30 year loan, if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a car loan, you owe it to yourself to just get a quick quote right now at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and how's this for starters? Your single biggest bill, you know, your house payment, you won't have to make that in December or January. You're done until February 1st. You get a two month break from your single biggest bill right here during the holidays. That's going to get you the cash you need to not put Christmas on a credit card and that credit card debt. It'll be gone forever. Thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. Go read some of our five-star reviews all for yourself. Type this into your browser right now. C-O-N-R-A-D reviews.com conradreviews.com see what our actual customers are saying about the process and their experience it's almost five stars across the board and then hurry to savewithconrad.com get yourself a quick quote find out how much money you can save for free we're routinely helping our podcast listeners save five six seven even eight hundred bucks a month heck the other day we helped a guy save more than eleven hundred dollars a month i want to be clear he didn't save one thousand one hundred dollars one time He's saving it this month, next month, the month after that, all because he went to save with Conrad.com and you can do it too. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't save you some money, we won't waste your time. But right here during the holidays, what are you waiting for? Make this the best Christmas ever. Let's be like kids on Christmas and not have the financial stress of worrying about what are we going to do? You're going to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments than you ever thought possible because you went to savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. That's savewithconrad.com. Good morning, ad free shows, top guys, and my push members, and everyone else who is watching this later on on the replay. We are so glad to have everyone with us. Most importantly, of course, 
Eric Bischoff. Eric, how are you today? I am just on top of the world, young lady, on top of the world. Well, I love to hear that. That's really great news. And Eric, it's, uh, well, I was about to say it's October. It's actually November. And so we may or may not see you again in this capacity on ad-free shows um, in 2021. So I wanted to take just a minute and reflect back a little bit on this year for you. You were inducted into the Hall of Fame for the WWE. That was remarkable and well overdue and deserved, of course. You've also been at the center of ad-free shows, which has catapulted every one of us into the center of the universe in the last year. This has been so cool. Do you have any thoughts or reflections on everything going on in your life and, you know, what, what's to come? What can we expect from you, Eric? You know, um, it, it's funny that, you know, it's November and it seems like I'm still in 2020, you know, everything has happened so fast this year. There's been so much going on in, in, in all ways um, that it's just blistered by me, you know, um, all I can say is I'm grateful. You know, that's my overriding reaction to just about everything because there's been a lot of really great things that have happened to all of us this year and, and to me personally. So grateful, number one, really excited and grateful to be a part of adfreeshows.com. It's uh, it's taking on a life of its own. It's It's grown to a level that I don't think any of us really anticipated. And it's in large part because of, and I know this sounds cliche, but it is really in large part to the family that's a part of it and not just those of us who are on the, the talent side of the equation, but to you, Lauren, and, and the work that you've put into it and so many others who started out as part of the family and then became part of the show, so to speak. So it's, that's the part of ad free shows that I find the most um, gratifying and the relationships, the friendships that we've developed and the friends and family that have grown out of it is just absolutely um, overwhelming in some respects to me. So in terms of what's to come, who knows? <laughs> and I don't, I don't think about it too much. I don't worry about it too much. Um, I just kind of take it as they say, one day at a time and embrace whatever opportunities or challenges or uh, moments that, today is going to bring. So I kind of just focus on today and let the rest take care of itself. It's probably a good way to do it. Words of wisdom from one Eric Bischoff. And Eric, again, it's been so much fun to work with you and for all of us to be here enjoying ad-free shows in 83 weeks with you. So much fun. I'm going to let everyone else tell you for themselves. We'll get started first with James L. Karai. I also want to mention though, in 2021, we got the Eric Bischoff slam buddy. Not only that, but we got Eric Bischoff and Tony Khan kind of bickering on the internet. And not only that, but wrestling is more fun, I think, than it's been in a very long time. So we're having a great time here at adfreeshows.com. James L. Karai, you're having fun everywhere you go. What's up, friend? Not much. I want to say a good morning to, uh, you know, my West Coast friends. Good afternoon to all of us, you know, on the East Coast. Lauren, thank you for getting my question in first. It's always good to start with the main event, so, uh, you know, it's good to do that. Mr. Bischoff, absolute honor to see and talk to you again. Uh, greatly appreciate you taking the time with us today. It was uh, completely unexpected, but I'm glad I'm here for sure. Um, I guess my question has to do with uh, the picture-in-picture -picture advertising. I've always wondered. Uh, I know that in Bash at the Beach, y'all did that lower half-screen picture-in-picture with the logo up at the top, and the way they do it with the little box and the square and the main screen having the uh, commercial 
do advertisers pay more money for that or do they pay less money because the product's still going on in the corner or how does that work? Uh, well, you know, I don't know what's going on today, but, uh, you know, in the past, whenever we've done picture in a picture, it's really about um, an attempt to hold viewers through a commercial. Um, because oftentimes when a com commercial comes on, a commercial breaks an hour. I don't even know how long they are now. Four minutes, five minutes, 45 minutes. I don't know. It seems like depending on whatever it is you're watching, there are more commercials now than ever. But the picture in the picture is really um, an attempt by the producers to hold viewers during the commercial, which benefits the commercial as well as the, pr the producer of the content. So I don't know if advertisers pay extra for that. Um, some may not like it. I, I don't know. I think it's probably an individual kind of a situation. All right, Conrad, let's take a quick time out to give some love to one of our favorite partners here on 83 Weeks. And you may ask, why does Eric use the word love? Well, because if you've listened to any of Conrad's podcasts, you know Conrad loves to save money. Now, how about you? Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be a lot of hard work. Well, you know what's easy? And take it from me, easy E, bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's and renter's insurance right along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because, man, you've already got so much to do around the house. You don't need just one more thing. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much money you can save. It's GEICO easy, man. Go to GEICO.com. Dot com today. That's Geico.com. Well, I guess it makes sense with the, like, if you see a commercial and you're not changing it picture in picture, so it does, you know, allow your product to actually viewed by the eyes that would, you know, change the channel every time. So I guess that's a, a plus to it. But, uh, you know, I just never, uh, I've never really thought about if they charge a specific price for more than that, because do they even charge a specific price for placements of ads, like at the rollover hour or anything? I don't believe so. And again, that's an ad sales type of a, a of a question. I've never really been involved in the ad sales effort. I doubt that that is the case. Um, I, I think when you see a television commercial within a show, in most cases, in some cases, I should say, um, an advertiser wants to be associated with a certain type of television show. In other cases, and I think this is probably the case more often than not, um, you'll see an advertiser inside of a show, and it's really the advertiser is only looking for eyeballs. They want to know that that commercial has been exposed to a certain number of people in a certain demographic. And they're not buying, a, the advertiser is not buying a particular show and certainly not buying a particular segment or buying specific placement in the show. They're just buying eyeballs and a television network or a cable outlet will then rotate that commercial through a series of different programs that fit that demo profile to aggregate or cum, as they say in the wrestling business or in the advertising business to cum the number of eyeballs and, and within a demo that has been guaranteed by the advertiser to the client. That makes a lot of sense. Well, uh, Great answer, uh, great insight. I've never even, you know, knew anything about that. So appreciate that. Love seeing you at Top Guy Weekend. Had a blast there with uh, you. It was fun. And a lot of these squares for sure. Uh, great morning, good day to start the day. And I hope everybody has a great day and a great weekend. And uh, thank you for taking the time.
Thank you, my friend. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. We have a little run-in over there by Nikki. Hi, Nikki. <laughs> oh, did you see Nikki? She's I did. Back in the corner. The dog came to visit. This is yeah. pretty cool. Art G, it's time for a run-in by your friend, I hear, right? Yes, it is. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Eric and everyone. Thank you for being here. This is my buddy, Dustin. He's doing some work for me, so I thought I'd include him. Hey, Hi, Dustin. Eric. And watching you as a kid with anger and happiness flair. Do you hear him? Uh-oh. He's breaking up a little uh, bit. Give me a second. Did it pause on me? Yeah, he froze up. Oh. Got camera shy. <laughs> is it working? Happens to the best of us. No, it's we not working. We can hear you, Art, but we can't see anything going on on your screen. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Hey. Well, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me yes. now? Yes, Good we can hear you. Hi, Eric. Watching you as a kid brought angry and happiness to the glory. <laughs> well, I, I try to run the gamut. You know, I take people from uh, from one end of the spe- emotional spectrum to the other and all points in between. So my question for you would be who was the hardest person to work with? Mm, that's a tough one. I think uh, on a consistent basis, it would have been Bill Goldberg. Um, not necessarily in a bad way, just Bill was a very intense person, uh, emotional and didn't have a lot of experience and, and was pretty uncomfortable in a pro wrestling environment when he first got there. So as a result, you take somebody who's an intense personality, a very intense personality, um, a bit of a perfectionist. He put a lot of pressure on himself, but also lacking a lot of the experience and, and comfort that comes with experience, uh, you, you, you get a guy that's a little hard to handle um, or sometimes a lot hard to handle, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a thing. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Enjoy your day. It looks like a nice day out. It is. It's warmer than it normally is right now. Cool. Well, thanks for being here, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Eric. All right. Thanks for joining us, Art and Friend. Always nice to have a little surprise guest. Join us over on ad-free shows for more of this all the time. It's so much fun. Eric, I have a question for you today from England. Our friend Trav in England says he tweets you a lot. Sorry if he bores you. (laughs) Never. This could never happen. He asks, I genuinely think AEW is a bit too nice, too polite, and it is probably time for CM Punk to go batshit heel crazy. He says, the punk we all missed. He should turn on AEW, act like he's too good to be there, start bad-mouthing the company in the mainstream and questioning why he's on their roster. Let him be a proper heel. We've had this nice moment of his return. Let's turn him around and get some more eyes on him no more nice punk. What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't really have any thoughts on that. Um, you know, I didn't watch punk a lot in WWE just because I wasn't watching WWE a lot during the period of time that he was there. So not as familiar with, you know, the peak of punk's WWE persona or character. So I, I can't really comment on it. Um, look, I think what we want, what we all want as fans is to feel connected to a story and a character. And generally the more intense that story or character is, 
the more appealing it becomes to, to the wrestling audience. So I, I would agree that a level of intensity um, that, that can, that can apply to just about anybody in any character. Uh, so let's just wait and see. You know, I think that's the best way to say it. It's, it's been, you no, know, look, he's punk's only been around now for a relatively brief period of time. Um, I think I've mentioned and no need to reiterate it here, but um, I'm so far not impressed, not disappointed, but not overly impressed either. Uh, the ratings would suggest that vast majority of the people probably feel the way I do, not pissed off, not elated, just kind of eh, waiting for something to happen. So let's see if something happens. Trade pros, whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and Samer next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Let's see if something happens, Eric. I I shouldn't, but I really love a good heel. That's why you're my favorite. Eddie Prather, also my favorite. One of our top guys who just got a brand new job, Eric. Hello, Eddie. Hey, Lauren. Congratulations to your uh, to your Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series. At least now you will have a World Series that you can remember since you were very young when, in 95. Thank you so much. Morning, you Eric. Today? Morning, Eric. Hey Eddie, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing great, sir. What's your uh, new gig? I'm going to be like a guest server, which I'm going at Jack in the Box, which means I'm going to be running like the register, and when there's no customers, do like stocking and stuff like that. Good for you, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, my question for you today is, if you were to go into a bar knowing that you're going to be in a bar fight. Can you name the four guys that you would love to, that you would want to take with you to protect, to make that, you know, would have your back. And why would one of them be Lauren Yaffe? Well, she could, she could, Lauren could be there. She could be one of the four, but she could be like the nurse, right? She could be there to patch us up, stitch us up, bring the ice, all that kind of stuff after it was all over. Because you need to have a good nurse after a good bar fight. Um, from that point forward, I would say I definitely want. Now, I don't know if Kurt would have my back or not, but if he would decide to have my back, I would definitely put Kurt Angle at the top of that list. Um, who else would I want in there? I, I would want typically, you know, people with strong amateur, you know, Dolph Ziggler would be a good one to have on hand. Um, you know, you wouldn't know it by his character or what you see on TV, but uh, he can go. So definitely, uh, definitely would be high on the list. Who would be my third guy? Um, oh, gosh, that's a tough one. I know I, I would go with Matt Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Because not only would he be kicking everybody's ass, he'd be having just a great time doing it. People in the bar would actually be cheering and laughing because Matt Riddle would be kicking people's ass and having fun and laughing while he was doing it. That would be awesome. That would be a bar fight that I'd buy a ticket to if I wasn't even in it. I would tell you, I would agree with you with Lauren. It's not just to be a nurse because she's a mom, she's scary. So if she thinks that somebody she cares for is going to get hurt to turn into 
superhuman. And but the three guys I would take with me would be Haku, the guy that ate freaking uh, pepper spray for Pete's sakes. Um, Ron Simmons, the one guy thought even the Steiners messed with, and Scott Steiner just because he's fat crazy. Who's the fourth? Uh, Lauren. Oh, Lauren okay. You be... bring Lauren too. Okay. Yeah. I get it. You'd bring her for a different reason, but yeah, no, you'd bring Lauren. No, too. no. See the mom. If she thinks somebody's going to get one of somebody she cares for, it's going to get hurt. Uh, see, see you. Uh, so I think she make Ron Simmons scared. Oh, Eddie, I would be more than happy to nurse you back to health, Eric. And, you know, I'm not probably, <laughs> probably not going to get into bar fights on anyone's behalves at this point in my life. But I do appreciate the sentiment, Eddie. Uh, yeah. Very Thank you so much. And congratulations again hey, on the job. Thank you, Lauren. And Eric, thank you for answering my question. You have You're a good welcome, day. buddy. Can you say hi to Mrs. B for me? I will do it. Absolutely, we'll do it. Well, wait a minute. Say hi to Mrs. B for me. I have to remain the favorite here. Okay. Up right. next is KJ. How are you, KJ? Good to see you. I am great. How are you guys? Excellent. Uh, my question, Eric, is uh, uh, I'm my favorite wrestling style, I would say, is uh, Lucha Libre. And you having had the experiences with uh, AAA back in the day, why do you think they, with them being like one of the top promotions like worldwide why do you think they haven't gone with uh english commentary yet it's tough to watch when you don't uh understand spanish well triple a is produced for spanish audience um i you know i, I actually i don't know the answer to that to be honest you know i, I don't know if triple a even cares if they have much of a of a u.s presence um if their advertisers are not interested in that if they're not touring in the United States, if they're not doing anything to, to generate revenue here in the United States, other than, you know, ancillary opportunities, then there would be no reason for them to. Um, but I, you know, I honestly, I don't know the answer to that. All right. Yeah. I just know they put stuff on YouTube and it, I want to watch, but it's tough to get the storylines. You know, have you ever heard of Babel? No. Babbel is this really cool online uh, app that you can get and you can learn to speak foreign languages. And I'm not kidding oh, when I, I say this. You should go on Babbel. It's really, it's not expensive. I'm not shilling for Babbel. We don't make any money off them. But I do have the app and I find it really interesting. But what a great way to learn a new language. If you want to learn Spanish, go to Babbel, start taking the online stuff and uh, and then watch Lucha Libre and start, you know, perfecting your foreign language uh, or your Spanish language by watching wrestling. What an awesome way to learn a new language. It's true. I have a similar app. It's called Duolingo. You can learn all kinds of languages. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good point. Well, thank you, Eric. It was nice to see you again. Good to be seen, my brother. Thank you. That was great, Eric. This guy wants to learn more about Lucha Libre and wants to follow these storylines. And you tell him to learn a new language. That's dedication to your hobby, I will say, right? Yeah. And and look, you're expanding your your um, your talents and abilities and expanding your mind by learning a different. I think learning different languages is a great exercise. Um, I think we should all do that, you know, just because you want to keep learning, right? Use that part of your brain that's otherwise dormant. There's a lot of your brain that just sits there looking for something to do. Fuck, feed it. Give it, some, give it a new language. 
Take it from me, Izzy E, the man who loves to be hated. When I say I hate Steven Singer, and Steven is giving every other jeweler out there just one more reason to hate him. Steven Singer Jewelers is the best place to go for the number one gift this holiday season. Diamond and stud earrings. With all the shipping delays and fulfillment issues, you read about them every day. Steven is fully stocked with the most beautiful, best value, real diamond studs anywhere. Choose a pair of Anita diamond stud earrings for under $270. Sound familiar? That's because that was the same price last year, and who else can say that? He's not jacking up your prices like everybody else. Uh-uh-uh. Just the perfect price every single day. No sales, no discounts, no BS, no gimmicks. Steven's real diamond studs are flawless to the eye, near colorless, and come with his famous full-value lifetime trade-in guarantee. You can take, you can trade in your diamond, you can trade up diamond studs anytime and receive exactly what you paid towards a new pair. It's really that simple. You cannot get a better deal than this. Come on now, it's a holiday season. You not only want to give the best, you want to give the best knowing that you got the best deal you can get on the best, all with an unbeatable full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and order with fast and free shipping. Just in time for Christmas, Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, Eric, you speak the language of love, and I'm just here for it. Okay, a wrestling historian. Good to see you on adfreeshows.com. Mr. Bischoff, how are you doing, sir? I am good. Leave the Mr. Bischoff somewhere else, please. I am Eric to you, my friend. So a couple of questions for you, because I didn't even think about it until today. So it's a good thing we're having this conversation. Um, with professional wrestlers being considered independent contractors uh, when they worked for world championship wrestling, were they allowed to work other shows or were they exclusive to the company like WWF? They were exclusive. And if a talent got injured uh, and needed surgery, did the company pay for that or was that on their dime? Uh, if they got hurt in the ring, we took care of it. Okay. So I if, they got, if they got hurt outside of the ring doing something else, we didn't. But in certain situations, um, there were exceptions. So it, it was on an individual basis. But if somebody got hurt in the ring, we, we took care of them. Okay, good to know. Thanks a lot, sir. Appreciate it. That's it? That's all you got? Yeah, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I got more, but, you know, I'll be for conversation another day. All right. Well, hit me on Twitter, brother. I follow you closely. All right. Thank you. You bet. He follows you closely. I, do, I like because it. He's, he, because he's he's on top of his game. Absolutely. Much like, he's a, much a great like, follow on Twitter. Much like so many of the people here on the adfreeshows.com and so many of the people that follow me on our podcast, this is a more enlightened wrestling audience than your average wrestling audience. And I, I, I follow people who are astute and make interesting and cohesive observations. All right, Conrad, I want to ask our listeners out there a question. Are you one of those people who's always tired? You find yourself reaching for an extra cup of coffee or two just to get you through the day? Well, guess what, folks? You need a better way to energize. Nap Jitsu 
offers time-release caffeine to keep your energy steady throughout the day. Now, let me ask you another question. What about naps? If you love a good midday nap, guess what? You're not alone. Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, even Stephen King, they're all card-carrying known nappers. So why do we feel guilty when we allow ourselves to take a midday snooze? Napjitsu is a new way to recharge your body and your brain, and they're committed to changing the culture around rest and napping. Napjitsu's natural supplements were made by people who know how it feels to be tired and busy. Their patent-pending formulas have natural ingredients like B vitamins, guarana, and ginseng, just to give you a boost of energy without the crash later on. You know coffee does that, right? Each Napjitsu product provides brain-boosting nootropics to unlock steady energy right when you need it. The result, your peak performance all day long. Napjitsu supplements are packaged into small packets so you can take them with them wherever you might need them, wherever you go, where a little extra energy boost would come in handy. Whether you need to experience deeper sleep or unlock immediate long-lasting energy, each Napjitsu product is designed to help you achieve your optimal performance. Remember, the smart rest more, the wise rest better. Rest up and level up with Napjitsu. For a limited time, receive 30% off. This must be the holiday season. 30% off your first purchase when you go to napjitsu.com forward slash 83 weeks. One more time, go to napjitsu.com forward slash 83 weeks for 30% off your first purchase today. That's N-A-P-J-I-T-S-U dot com forward slash 83 weeks. I just love Eric Bischoff today, you guys. I love Eric Bischoff every day. Mr. L, you're invited to join the party. But first, I want to remind everyone, if you're not following a wrestling historian, he is on both Twitter and Instagram, and he is a part of our ad-free shows team. Give him a follow. Mr. L, what you got for Mr. Bischoff today? I like it. I didn't even know uh, I was in line for a question here. I was about to just drop a note. Um, so, Eric, good to see you. Um, I guess, first off, what's the word of the day? Hmm. Well, I just recorded a podcast with uh, Conrad right before uh, firing up this, this show. Um, and Conrad actually used the word umbrage. And while I didn't use it, and I've certainly used the word before, and I may have even called it out as the word of the day in the past, but hearing Conrad using it in, in, in the way he did uh, kind of made me smile. So while it may not be a new word of the day, I'm going to po- I'm going to suggest that umbrage in, in the context of taking umbrage with one's opinion might be, in fact, the word of the day. All right. I like that. I can roll with that. I, I like the Webster's like dictionary approach as well, kind of giving me meaning and everything behind it. Um, I would ask for people that, and for people that, you know, like read dirt sheets and shit like that, taking umbrage is the same thing as saying I'm pissed off. So it's just a cooler way of saying it. I like it. Um, the last question I'll ask is three years, obviously of managing folks right? What's the most important lesson that you've learned and maybe you would uh, pass down to others that manage people on a day-to-day basis in business? Um, One of the things I wished I would have developed more when I was managing teams would be uh, patience. 
it's always been kind of a flaw in my game. I, I oftentimes have not had patience with myself. I have not had patience with others. And I would have liked to have been better at, at having patience and dealing with people than I did. Sounds good. Appreciate you answering my question, man. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you, bud. I appreciate that. All right, Eric, it's time for our very familiar friend. He's actually at basketball practice today. What's up, coach? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good to see everybody. Hey, Eric, I, I noticed that uh, AEW started using that 8K camera. Do you think uh, those new 8K high-resolution cameras have a place in professional wrestling? Um, I have to be honest with you, Josh. You caught me flat-footed on that. I haven't watched enough of AEW uh, to notice the 8K and be able to distinguish how different it feels. Look, when one of the things that um, we did while I was still with TNA is we, we used a, a digital camera called the Canon. It was called the Canon 5D, which had a very film-like kind of texture to it. Um, when you watch it and it was really effective when it was used appropriately. Now, in the case of TNA and when we would use those five D's, they were typically in, you know, interview type of situations. We used to call them OTFs or on the flies, not a stand up wrestling promo where, you know, the talent is talking to a guy or a gal holding a stick, not that, but in a sit down kind of in depth documentary style of a, of a segment that Canon 5D in the digital format that it brought to the dance really improved the, the, the impact that those segments would have on the show. But you have to be careful how you use them. You know, you, you want to be able to use certain cameras in certain situations. So I'd have to go back and watch and look for it to be able to answer that effectively. Okay. I, I just think it makes the guys look too cartoony in the ring. I mean, cause it kind of blocks out the crowd and, kind of mutes them out and it really focuses on the guys. So I, I definitely agree with the interview segments, but I don't think they should use it in the ring for football. It's good, but not for us. Yeah. I'll go back and take a look and, uh, and try to come back with a, with an opinion one way or the other, but Hey, I saw that picture of you and your horse as you yeah. started your day today on social media. I always love a picture with a man and his horse. It's just, yeah, I was, I was walking the neighborhood and uh, we live close to horse property and he had his tongue out. So I thought I'd give him a little kiss. Well, that sounds weird as hell, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for joining us, Josh, and good luck at practice today. Um, Eric, speaking of, you know, guys and horses and other fun and expensive hobbies, Michael Bartell tells us greetings from 40,000 feet, flying the friendly skies. I wish we could talk to him and see what he's up to, but I kind of wonder if he's like a commercial airline pilot and not supposed to be here. So we'll leave him alone unless he tells me otherwise, but he did want to say hello. Awesome. Pretty cool. All right. Up next, let's kick it to James Sorensen. Hi, James. Howdy. Um, how are you guys doing? Um, I do have a I have a comment uh, th- to say um, from Blue Meanie. Um, the next time you're in Philly, um, he would like to grab a beer with you at McCusker's. That'll be a blast. I, I kind of dig Blue Meanie. I follow him pretty closely and He's a fun guy and a positive person. And uh, 
I enjoy what he does here occasionally on ad-free shows, and I enjoy following him on social media. I suggest anybody out there who isn't following Blue Mini do so. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'd, hopefully I'll get to Philly sometime in the near future. I know I'm going to be on the East Coast next weekend somewhere. I think in New Jersey, maybe, New York. can't remember. Um, but, yeah, if I get down to Philly, I'd, I'd love a good tour from someone that lives in Philly because I, I'm i in and out of Philadelphia. I know somebody else a, a week or so ago asked me my opinion. Somebody asked me, what's your favorite part of Philadelphia? And I said, the airport. <laughs> Josh, Chernoff said, Josh Chernoff just said that a little yeah. bit ago. And he also says hi. And, and like Josh, Josh is a good guy. But, I look, I know there's some great restaurants and I'm sure there's some great bars that got a lot of history. And I like old kind of working man's, you know, blue collar kind of semi grungy bars. That's my kind of vibe. Feel at home there for some reason. Um, and I'm sure there's a ton of them in Philadelphia. I just got to find the right one. Um, you know, with it, with this now being November now and Thanksgiving and truly one of the highlights of my life was meeting you in March at the silver dollar bar in Cody, Wyoming. And well, thank I you, just man. want, I want to know um, what, like some of the things you're thankful for at around this time, I guess, with, especially with this year. And I was truly great, grateful to meet Mrs. B in, in Chicago and hope, hope, hope to be able to come up to Cody again and hang out with you for longer period of time. Well, Sorry, Lauren. We'll, we'll be here, man. We're not going anywhere. Um, and as far as what I'm grateful for, honestly, my family and my health, you know, cause I can do just about anything else. You know, if I've got my family and my health, there's not much I can't do. So uh, that's what I'm most grateful for. Thank you. And I'm, I'm truly grateful for your friendship. Thank you, buddy. Same here. Most likely, if you're anything like me, you've been reading and hearing more and more and more about CBD. And it's a great thing. But some people don't realize CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel, like stress, anxiety, pain. Take your pick. Now, in my case, for the majority of my adult life, I've had a really difficult time falling asleep and staying asleep once I did. And I tried different, you know, over-the-counter things. I, I tried prescription sleeping aids didn't like it because i woke up in the morning and my head felt like a bucket of wet cement and then i found feels i love this product i fall asleep quickly i stay asleep all night and i wake up with a real clear head ready to get going and feels is just a better way to feel better feels is a premium cbd They'll help keep your head clear and you're going to feel your best. It's hassle-free. They deliver it right to your door. It can't get any easier than that. And you know what you're getting, more important. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and like I said, in my case, sleeplessness. All you do is put a few drops under your tongue and you're going to notice the difference in just a few minutes. Now, the thing that you need to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important because everybody's dose is different depending on your body weight and metabolism and things like that. What do you do? Well, <laughs> Feels offers a free CBD hotline that'll help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose for you, your metabolism, your age, your weight. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership program makes your self-care way easy. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or 
Cancel anytime you want. Here's all you need to do, man. Start feeling better with feels today. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash 83 weeks. Now get this. This almost feels like a Christmas present, folks. And <laughs> not just a, a, a sponsor read. You're going to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. I, I got to say that one more time. Becoming a member today by going to feels.com slash 83 weeks and you get 50% off first order and you get free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash 83 weeks to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash 83 weeks. Feel better, everybody. Always good to see our OGs. That was James Sorensen. Thank you so much, Eric. I'm thankful for you too. I'm not sure if you consider me family, but uh, we are. We're family. All right. Phil Jackson asks, and he's at work. Uh, would you ask Eric? I will. If he thinks the NWO would have had a place in the WCW reboot after Eric's proposed Big Bang. I don't think so. I, I, I think, well, no, I know so. Um, it played out. It was time for something different, you know, and, and hanging on to things, however successful they were in the past too long um, is a mistake. And I think by that time I recognized that. So, no, I don't think so. The, the, the big, I think the, the common kind of theme whenever we talked about what we wanted WCW to be after Big Bang was new and fresh. So while some of the talent would have still been there, our approach to using that talent would have had to have been different if it would have had any chance of being successful. Okay. Eric, I have really enjoyed your insight on all things NWO this past summer, as we've been discussing on 83 weeks, the 25th anniversary of that angle. So uh, thank you, Phil, for giving us that question to kind of wrap things up on NWO a little bit. I love it. Um, Jake Feldman is a brand new top guy. I don't know if he has a question, but we wanted to say hello and give him the opportunity to talk to you, Eric. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Good, Jake. How are you today? Oh, outstanding. Just getting ready for the weekend. Because you look like a badass Irishman. Like <laughs> if I was if I was going to do a, a, a like an Irish gangster movie, and I saw your picture, you know. From a casting agency, I would pull it right out and say, okay, we got to talk to this guy. Are you even Irish? I'm actually very German. Huh? Well, go figure. Go figure. There yeah. must have been there must have been some Irish fun going on there somewhere. Must be somewhere back in Europe back in the day or something. There you go. Anyway, uh it's been not far. You know, it's, hey, and I've 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 driven farther for you know a little action from time to time. So maybe somebody in your family tree decided to take a trip to Ireland for a weekend. Could be. Could be. But I've been a member of uh, ad-free shows for like a couple of years. It's my first uh, time doing a live uh, live thing. So thanks for having me. No, I hope you enjoy it, man. I, and I appreciate you being here very much. We we try to have a lot of fun here. And Lauren's pretty good at keeping us in the fun zone. So uh, glad you're here, man. Hope to see you more in the future. Thanks, guys. Oh, my goodness. Eric, you're always invited to my fun zone. RJ Krasinski, what's <laughs> up, my friend? Lauren, it's always nice to see you. Eric, it's nice to see you as well. Thank you for taking uh, time out of your busy schedule. I am thrilled to death to be here. I mean that. It's, I'm, awesome. I'm excited to be here. I love doing this stuff. Yeah. Well, we're thrilled to see you. Uh, so you're probably going to get a lot of wrestling questions. I more have a grilling question for you. Oh, I love grilling questions. Um, so 
correct me if I'm wrong, but you grill all year round, correct? Correct. So obviously it's getting a little bit colder, obviously here in upstate New York and probably obviously out by you. Uh, what are you suggesting or what are you doing as far as grilling now to, uh, to really hit those points on uh, grilling? Uh, by points, do you mean temperatures or what do you mean? Well, just what, what's your go-to? What are uh, you doing? What are you throwing on the grill, basically? You know, it just depends on the mood. Now, there is a, uh, there is a large group of people at my house today that are going to be here all afternoon and into the evening. I think there's seven of them. Mrs. B and I makes it nine. So um, I think burgers will be in order just because there's a lot going on and I don't have a lot of time to prep for anything. And you always love food off the grill, whether it's a burger or a steak or chicken or something fancy, right? So I think today will be burgers, but tomorrow I could easily do a pork loin uh, out on the grill. Um, I love a good grilled pork loin, um, but it all depends. And mostly I just freeze my balls off when it's cold. <laughs> it's just, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. And if, you know, freezing your nuts off is part of it, then you just got to do that and not be a wimp. So I'm out there. You'll see me out there in the wintertime. My neighbors think I'm half batshit crazy, but I'll be out there in wintertime. I've got a big down jacket on. I've got a big old, like, uh, one of those Russian fur hats that I pull down over my ears. So I look like some kind of weird old funky cartoon character. Um, but Hey, you know, I'll, I'll go through a lot for good grilled food, including, you know, frigid temperatures. Have you got out in the uh, woods yet and got any deer this season yet? I haven't gone yet. Um, I was going to go this week, but I have some unexpected business out of town all week this week. I'm leaving Monday and I won't be back till the following Monday. So I'll probably go out. Uh, I'll, I'll try to get my elk first mm-hmm. because if I get an elk then I really don't need to get any venison or any deer, but if I don't get an elk fairly soon in the process, then I'll probably take a couple deer and fill up my freezer. Uh, Cause I, I love wild game. It's my favorite. I prefer wild game over commercial meat because at least when I eat wild game, I know exactly what I'm getting. I know how it's processed. Um, I know how it was handled because I do it. So I prefer wild game over commercial, but uh, we'll just see what happens. Awesome, man. I look forward to uh, this week's uh, 83 weeks coming out uh, probably tomorrow or Monday. Yeah, I just got done recording it. And uh, yeah, there's going to be some really, uh, there's going to be some serious ass rash out there in the online community, you know, based on the comments I made on, on the, uh, on the podcast about the CM Punk and Eddie Kingston promo. It sounds like a shirt. We better get with uh, Conrad to get that on the uh, box of gimmicks. Ass rash. There you go. Get your ass rash free on 83 weeks. Cause we will rash your ass. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you, buddy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Quick time out. Hold the phone, everybody. Have you heard about TitleMansionNetwork.com? Have you heard that they're going to have a holiday special? Have you heard that you can save 20% off all memberships with the coupon code SAVE20 now? That's SAVE20 now. Hundreds of exclusive live streams every year. A near endless amount of events, shoot interviews, documentaries, and more. And hold on. One of the biggest collections of women's wrestling content anywhere on the planet. A massive amount of original programming. How about upcoming iPay-per-views? What's an iPay-per-view? Google the internet and figure it out. Knucklehead, 
How about the Russell Cage Super Show from Saturday, November 27th? Thunder Rosa versus Gianna Perrazzo, Mercedes Martinez. How about that? That's awesome. Matt Cardona versus Jay Lethal. Come on now. Ladies Night Out 11 from Sunday, 1128. Ivelisse versus Chelsea Green. Come on. You don't want to check out Chelsea Green, right? Saw her in Albany, New York a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Might want to check it out. Title Match Network is the perfect gift for the holidays. Sample the free content on YouTube. Title Match Network has over 2 million subscribers. Come on, check it out. Oh my gosh. I have so many comments and I'm going to say none of them. However, I do have a question from our friend Dave McClay who asks, Eric, what would you have done if the Montreal screw job didn't happen and Bret Hart actually came to WCW with the WWF title? Oh gosh, I don't know. I never thought about it. So um, I don't really have an answer off the top of my head, but we would have had fun. I don't know. Maybe by that time, I would have just had Medusa come and drop it in the trash. Like, here's a funny thing about Medusa. I did a show with Medusa a couple of weeks ago in Milwaukee. And Medusa was absolutely convinced that I was the one that dropped the belt in the trash. We were, we were doing a Q&A and a panel in front of a bunch of people. And Medusa goes, no, I didn't do it. You did it. I said, Medusa, it was your idea, number one, not mine. And number two, you're the one that dropped it in the correct trash, not me. And she denied it. Like she's in some kind of delusional alternate universe because she didn't want the heat from being actually the person that dropped it in the trash. So she tried to fade that heat to me, which I didn't understand at all. And lo and behold, I go back and I look at the clip. And indeed, it was Medusa, Medusa, who dropped the WWE Women's Championship in the garbage. <laughs> disgusting thing to do. Disgusting. And then even more disgusting, she tries to blame it on me. What kind of delusional nonsense is that? Eric, my favorite thing about this story, because she does, she remembers all of that very differently than you do. She has even said that she's not the one who called you um, saying that she may be needing to find a new job and get that lined up. She, she maintains that you're the one who called her, that she was in the bathroom on the toilet when you called her. She says all of these things, but you know what else? And I love Medusa, good friend of mine, a great friend to adfreeshows.com. She also sells little miniature trash cans. She'll autograph it. It'll go with your Medusa action figure. Oh, so. yeah. Like, like she's not opposed at all to making money off of it, but she wants to put the heat on me because she doesn't remember anything the way it actually happened. She is delusional. All you have to do, Medusa, is go back and look at the clip. For crying out loud, it's available for the world to see. You're denying a fact that is, in fact, fact and available for the entire world to witness. Go back and watch your own shit, woman. And you'll understand how it happened and why it happened and who did what. And then go ahead and sign little miniature trash cans. Make your money. I don't care. But damn, at least be honest about this stuff. Okay. Well, we still don't know what would have happened had Bret Hart brought over his WWF title. But we do know exactly what happened when Medusa brought hers. Michael McClanahan, I'm sure you have an equally thought-provoking question for Eric Bischoff. Thank you so much, Lauren. Eric, excellent to talk to you as always. The last time we were on a Zoom together, you fired back on me for not doing enough research. So I'm going to turn my question around on you. What do you think is the most appropriate metric today 
to measure the success of a wrestling company? Should we still be looking at TV ratings or are there other metrics such as social media engagement that we should look at? Dollars. That's it. It's just dollars. Everything else are incremental measurements that may suggest or indicate some level of performance or lack thereof. Whether it's, you know, what fucking difference does it make, by the way, if you're dominating 18 to 49 year old demos, but nobody's buying your ads, who cares? It all comes down to dollars. There's only one metric. There's only one measurement that at the end of the day actually matters. And that's dollars. Everything else is just kind of entertainment value or public relations value, or more than anything, it's fodder and, and clickbait for the online wrestling community to create an engagement and a discussion of something that most people that are discussing it have no fucking clue what they're talking about. They're just engaged in a conversation about certain specifics of one small segment or one segment, maybe a large segment, one small segment or large segment of an overall picture. And that overall picture is dollars. Simple as that. If you're growing your revenues and you're growing your profit margins, that's what it's all about. And all those other little metrics, which is a, a fun word to use now, but all of those other metrics that you can use and analyze are nothing more but a little roadmap to get you to the real metric, which is dollars. So. Did I lose you? Did I stun no, you? I'm, no, I, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that's awesome. As someone who was recently licensed as a CPA, I love that that was your response because I deal with dollars and cents all day. That's all that matters, right, brother? Are we speaking the truth here this morning? Are we testifying to facts or are we wallowing in the muck of internet <laughs> wrestling community bullshit? I dare say, Michael, you and I are dealing in facts, and that's where I love to live. Absolutely. And thank you so much for answering my question this morning. And Lauren, as always, excellent job hosting. Thank you for getting me on. Happy to have you, Michael. Thank you so much. Congratulations on that CPA licensing. That's exciting news for you. Great thank you. Eric, I want to bridge that question into the next one. Okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. I have, I have a little thought in my mind. I don't know if you've ever thought this, but it's really obvious. I think a lot of people in the wrestling business who have been at the helm of a company or a territory or whatever come up through wrestling, right? And you are kind of notorious for being more of a business-minded manager of a wrestling company. And now you've also taken your career off into media in different ways, television. Now you're the king of podcasting, things like that. Um, so I feel like that don't forget feature films, best, best selling books. Of all course. That. See, it's so much more than wrestling for Eric Bischoff. And I feel like your vision of what's important to these companies is based on your business mindset rather than just being a wrestling fan. Speaking of wrestling fans, you've talked a lot lately about Tony Khan. So we have a question from Antonio Santos and he asks, do you think with all of these WWE releases going on and Tony Khan's willingness to sign so many of them, 
Will it hurt him in the end that he spends so much money on talent? To me, that question is better asked as, is Tony Khan such a big fan of wrestling that it's going to get in the way of his business decisions? I don't know. You know, I don't know Tony Khan well enough, but let's, let's talk about history a little bit. You know, one of the biggest criticisms that I got from, from the dirt sheet community led by Dave Meltzer was he signed too many WWE guys. You got too many people on a roster, not letting the young talent get a, get a shot because it's bloated with, you know, ex WWE guys. Okay. Guess what? Some of that was true. Some of that I deserved. Um, is history repeating itself? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not because we don't know what, what AEW strategies are. We don't know what their, their plans for growth are. There's so much that we don't know, just like there's so much that Melser didn't know back in the day that I refuse to be as fucking stupid as he was and start throwing stones and making, you know, criticisms about a strategy that I know nothing about. Now, that being said, if there is no strategy and if you're simply loading up your roster for the sake of building a big roster, because somehow having a big roster is your measure of success, then yeah, there's a chance that it could backfire because, you know, and Conrad pointed it out today, you know, when we were doing the podcast, we weren't necessarily talking about this specific subject, but when you look at a roster of talent and I experienced it in WCW, you bring in all these people. It's great. Guess what those people all want? Put money aside. They want to be on television. They want to perform. They want to live their dream of performing in front of a live audience in a meaningful way, in a television audience, in a meaningful way. That's what drives them. That was their dream, and that was their reason for getting into the entertainment business and specifically professional wrestling. So if you're just loading up a roster for the sake of loading up a roster, so you could say, I've got one of the best rosters in the business, big fucking deal. If you're not using those people to the, to the extent that they feel like they're getting their part of that dream, then ultimately you can have a challenge and, and that challenge can become malignant and dangerous, but we don't know, do we? Let's see what the future brings. Ask me a year from now. We'll all have a better idea. We will have a better idea indeed. Eric, you and I have gotten to talk about this specifically once. I remember disagreeing with you on a couple of things relating to AEW and the talent roster that they've built. To me, as a little bit of an old school wrestling fan, I feel like um, Tony Khan really taps into that nostalgia aspect. And that really meets a need for a lot of people my age who are watching the product today. Um, so yeah, it'll be really interesting to see once the fun and the novelty of that wears off a little bit. What is he going to do with Sting in two or three years? So we don't know. We'll find out. Um, I do know that I love Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone on my TV calling wrestling every week. And, you know, it's just a nostalgia effect to some degree. But, thank no, you. you know, listening to those guys, I agree with you. It's like uh, it's like comfort food for your ears. Like my favorite comfort food is macaroni and cheese. I just love macaroni and cheese. Sometimes I throw a little bit of uh, salsa on it. Occasionally, I'll even mix in some tuna fish, believe it or not. Tuna fish mixed in with macaroni and cheese with a little bit of paste picante is kind of a fucking dream come true for me sometimes. And this is a little bit like having macaroni and cheese for your ears when you listen to Tony and 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 uh, and JR. So I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I love macaroni and cheese for my ears. 
Macaroni and cheese for the ears. I'm going to really pass on the tuna in the mac and cheese. Don't That's pass until you try it. No, you know not what else is really out. good? A tuna fish burrito. Just no. take a tortilla shell, put in a little bit of um, tuna fish in there, you know, liberal amount of tuna fish. Mix in some serrano pe- I like serrano peppers because they got a little bit more of a bite than just a jalapeno. But if you don't really have as much hair on your ass as I do, then go ahead and use jalapenos. I prefer serranos occasional i'll occasionally i'll even drop a couple habaneros in there or pieces of habanero put in a little bit of uh cheese roll that baby up fry it with some butter so you get that good grilled kind of vibe to it i'm telling you what tuna fish burrito not to be underestimated hey conrad Hanukkah's here started last night christmas is just around the corner And are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved ones? Well, one of the things I think we all agree on over the past year, very few things we all agree on, is staying connected with people that we love and our friends has become, well, a little more challenging to say the least. Now, the good news is people have learned, especially with the advanced technology in their phones, that you can really start to take some amazing pictures and share them with your friends and your family. And that's helped a lot. But we're gonna take that to the next level. Because Skylight, one of our partners here on 83 Weeks, is the perfect gift for that. Now, my kids and Mrs. B and I, we live far apart, and it can be a struggle to to stay connected. But after we got Skylight, all three of us, and started exchanging photos into Skylight, it took the experience to a whole new level, and it's an entirely different way to stay connected. Now, for a really special gift for the people in your life, you've got to check out the Skylight Frame. A Skylight Frame is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. Even I can do it. You just plug it in, plug it in, not plug it in. You plug it in, use the touch screen to uh, connect to your wireless network and off you go, man. Enjoy. Sending photos to Skylight is effortless. It's really, really simple. Everyone in the family can just email them to your personal Skylight email address and bam, they're up in seconds. Now the Skylight frame has a gorgeous 10 inch touch screen. So it's a nice big screen and it looks like a photo frame. I mean, it looks great in your house, in your apartment, wherever. You can swipe through the photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who just sent you a photo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full. Let me repeat that. If you don't like your skylight, they will offer you a full refund. You can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift, import pictures of you and your family. Use your imagination. Now, here's the deal. As a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code 83weeks. That's right. You get 10 bucks off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Just go to skylightframe.com and enter code 83weeks. That's Skylight, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo 83weeks. All right, Conrad, I want to take a quick time out to talk about one of my favorite things, meat. But you know what one of my favorite things isn't? Shopping for good quality, great cuts of meat. It's getting harder and harder and a lot more expensive. And over the last, I don't know, three or four weeks, the selections are down to next to nothing. But I've got a solution, and I love it. Fairwaymeatmarket.com. 
Fairway is a family-owned grocery chain, and it's been around since 1938. Now, their Fairway meat department has always been considered the backbone of their operation. What can customers expect from fairwaymeatmarket.com? It's still cut by hand by Fairway butchers to ensure the best possible quality. It's the same quality that they promise at the counter. Now it's delivered to your door nationwide. I've had a great experience with Fairway Meats. I've got a freezer full of the product right now, and uh, it'll be dwindling down soon with the holidays coming up. The first package I got, I, I uh, reverse seared a couple of uh, beef tenderloin steaks, and they were absolutely fantastic. Fairway Meat Market's quality meat comes straight from America's heartland, <clears throat> where it's grown best. Premium beef, including choice, prime, and 100% full-blood Wagyu, and all-natural certified Duroc pork. Now, if you haven't tried Duroc pork yet, you owe it to yourself. It's raised by family farmers and sourced straight out of corn country, giving you the best access to the highest quality beets in America. People love the wide selection of products that Fairway has from ribs, ribeyes, pork, pork chops, beef tenderloin. They have every style and cut your kitchen can handle. Here's how it works. Visit fairwaymeatmarket.com. Select your favorite products. Stand by your grill. Have your gear ready and get ready for some great, great quality food. Give the gift this holiday season that your friends and family won't forget. This is how you do it. To all of our listeners right here in 83 Weeks, you can get the Butcher's Holiday Collection valued at $275 for just $169.99, plus free shipping when entering 83 weeks at checkout. That's the Butcher's Holiday Collection Package. It includes two 12-ounce USDA choice ribeye steaks and two 8-ounce USDA choice filet mignon. It's an unbelievable package. Two 8-ounce USDA choice sirloin filets, four 8-ounce 100% full-blood Wagyu patties. You have to try that, too. Six eight-ounce certified Duroc boneless pork chops. You can thank me later. Yes, indeed, you can. And two pounds of private labeled bacon. It's an awesome package that's more than $100 off the best meat in America this holiday season. Plus, come on, free shipping nationwide. That's fairwaymeatmarket.com, promo code 83weeks. And keep your eyes peeled for the Butcher's Holiday Collection. Okay, I'm going to take your word for it on that one. We do have a few more I want to try to get to, Eric, but thank you for indulging me in the AEW talk. I'm serious. You and I need to go head to head and have this conversation for ad-free shows at some point. Blake Martin, it's your turn to pick Eric Bischoff's brain. What you got for Eric? Hey, Ms. Lauren, how you doing? Fantastic. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Mr. Eric. Buddy, how you doing, sir? I could not be better. And I mean that. I'm doing just great. Well, that is good, brother. That is good. Um, man, I really appreciate everything you've done for this wrestling business, man. I watched you when I was a kid, man. You really helped make my childhood, brother. So I really appreciate that. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. It was a joy. And, uh, hell, I got to pay for this house out here in Wyoming. So it all worked out for all of us, didn't it? Yes, sir. I hear that, brother. That's what I'm talking about. Um, look here, man. I got uh, two questions, and I'll, I'll leave you alone. Um, first question is, 
back in the WCW days or whenever uh, WWE brought WCW out or whatever and they did the invasion gimmick or whatever. Um, man, do you have any regrets? I know you weren't part of the actual invasion, but I'm talking about like when you came back for the general manager position. Do you have any like major regrets? Like that you could have just, if you, if you had a redo option, you could just redo it? Not really. I enjoyed you know, my... When I came to WWE the first time as talent, I had nothing but a great time. I got to work with people I had never worked with before. I was working on the largest, you know, entertainment stage in the world. Um, got to work with some great people behind the scenes. Uh, made a lot of friends that to this day are some of my closest friends. Uh, so there is absolutely nothing about my time in WWE that I regret or would would have changed, honestly. I had an answer to that. If I did, I'd be, uh, I'd be on a beach in Hawaii throwing coconuts at tourists. Um, I, you know, everybody has their own path, you know, working the independence is a good step. Um, get videotape of yourself, you know, work on your promos. I'm I still, you know, Conrad and I talked about it on the podcast this weekend, you know, learning the physical part of becoming a good Professional wrestler is challenging indeed. And certain people are more gifted at it than others. But your promo, your ability to come up with something original, to create emotion with a microphone in your hand is, in my opinion, the most important part of being a successful professional wrestler. Without it, you're dead in the water. I don't care if you can do, if you can invent shit coming off the top rope and doing seven twenties and whatever it is, whatever, whatever luchador kind of shit you can invent. I don't care if you can't talk. So I would say work on your promos, brother, work on your promos, work on your promos, work on your promos, work with an improv coach. If you don't have one in your neighborhood, you know, get a part-time job, save off the money and go somewhere where there is one, because that's what will get you to the dance far quicker than anything you can learn how to do physically in the ring. I really, really appreciate the advice, Mr. Eric. I really do. And like I say, thank you for everything. Keep doing what you do. I listen to y'all the show every week. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. I'm muted. Why does this always happen to me? Blake, we wish you the best in your endeavors there. I will be following along. Eric, he's asked that question of a handful of our guys. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see. We should film this, make it a docu-series like MTV's Made. I don't know if you guys remember Made back in the day. Lopez, what you got for Eric today? Hey, Eric. Uh, great to see you. But before that, Lauren, looking fabulous. I'm sure that has to do a little bit more with the Braves being World Series champions. Absolutely, it does. <laughs> hey, real quick, Eric. Um, first of all, thanks to you and Conrad, because I discovered uh, Conrad, say with Conrad, thanks to beginnings of 83 weeks, I am now 
uh, a homeowner along with my wife. So uh, thank you so much for yeah, that's awesome. I love to hear that. So thanks to 83 weeks and hey, hey, it's Conrad, it, that's possible. But uh, my question for you is this. Everyone calls you ATM Eric and Eric destroyed WCW. But why? Why is it that no one is saying that Eric Bischoff saved the WWF? Because you're the only man to ever make Vincent Kennedy McMahon bust out of his safe shell idea of what wrestling is. You made him bench his Mighty Mouse fetish. And now we've got three hours of wrestling on Monday night. You have made people enjoy and dive and enlighten them to demographics such as the 18 to 54 and now we're having debates about it today. What is it going to take for Eric Bischoff to get the right due for the wrestling world? Because you've done so much, and I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, a lot of that just has to do, look, with the people that write about wrestling, right, that influence the narrative on the Internet, those are the same people that all said when they heard about Nitro, you know, when they heard about me taking over WCW, they all predicted Death and doom, you know, Nitro will never survive. It's the dumbest thing Ted Turner could have ever done. It's never going to work. So they all came out and buried me and never thought that it would ever work. And then, bam, almost immediately it did. So rather than, and you see this in the media a lot, right? Especially mm -hmm. now when it comes to politics and news, people just keep doubling down. No matter how fucking stupid they are or the things they say that have been proven false, kind of like Medusa claiming that I'm the one that dropped a belt in the trash can, rather than just admitting it, going, yeah, I guess so. I'm kind of fucked up on that one. They just keep doubling down and doubling down and doubling down and hope that people forget that they were wrong in the first place. And that narrative, especially with regard to me, because I've been calling these people out since day one. You know, I tried to work with them in the past. I tried to play nice and it didn't work. So I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to expose them. And now that we have this platform called podcasting and adfreeshows.com, I get to do it on a weekly basis. And it's just, you know, the narrative is what the narrative is. But guess what? Deep down inside, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and real quick here, just kind of going back to still a famous line from professional wrestling history. Uh, Eric Bischoff didn't kill WCW. AOL Time Warner killed WCW. Love that the is... Nitro book. Absolutely have to read it if people have it. That's that's a quick cheap plug there. Tony Khan. Tony, hey, if you're dropping in, you know, if you got your little secret little burner account here and you, you want to hear what's really going on, um, read the book, dude. Don't listen to that douchebag Dave Meltzer, that twit. You know, read the book. Educate yourself. Understand history so that you don't freaking repeat it. That's my free advice for the day. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Uh, Thanks for putting me over. I always love it on a Saturday morning. <laughs> always love it. All right, Conrad, let's hit pause one more time because we want to welcome yet another partner, a new partner here at 83 Weeks. We're talking about trade coffee. Now, not a surprise to anybody, I am probably considered a coffee snob. I am very, very particular 
about the coffee I drink, and I should be, because I drink a boatload of coffee. It's probably one of the reasons I have as much fun doing this show as I do, because I come fully powered with my favorite coffee. But one of the things I like about trade coffee, well, I'm going to tell you a whole lot more, but the vast selection of ultra high quality product from craft roasters around the U.S. delivered straight to my door. Trade's goal is to make every cup of coffee your best ever. Now, the journey to your perfect cup, it starts with taking their coffee quiz. For example, you use a French press, maybe an automatic drip. Perhaps you're a cold brew person. Doesn't matter. No problem. Your answers will allow Trade to pair you with the perfect coffee that will fit your taste. Trade will match your coffees that you love from 400 plus craft coffees and will send you a freshly roasted bag just as often as you like. You give Trade your feedback as your preferences evolve. Trade learns more about what you like. Your coffee matches will too. It's a perfect way to get the perfect match for the perfect cup of coffee. You can feel good about each cup since Trade partners with 55 over 55 small U.S. base roasters who are committed to both ethical and sustainable sourcing. I love Trade Coffee. I love the fact it gets delivered to my door. I love the wide variety of coffees that are available to me. And I love the fact that they're matching my particular tastes and the things that I like with some of the best coffees out there. You're going to love it too. So if our listeners right now, Trade is offering your first bag free and $5 off your bundle at checkout. To get yours, go to drinktrade.com forward slash 83 weeks. Use the promo code 83 weeks. Take the quiz and start the perfect journey to the perfect cup of coffee. That's drinktrade.com forward slash 83 weeks, promo code 83 weeks for your first bag free and $5 off your bundle. Ah, enjoy. Mm, That was good. Now, let's get back to the show in three, two, one, play. Oh, Eric, you know, I'll always put you over. Thank you, Lopez, for jumping in today. Eric, we also know that the best things come in pairs, right? Of course they do. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's your other favorite Lauren, Lauren Eason. How are you? A pair of Laurens. What are you going to do? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. What you got for Eric? Um, So it's a hypothetical because we know you like hypothetical questions. (laughs) Go ahead. And you're probably, probably going to still have that same tone after I ask this question, but I've been trying to ask it for uh, quite some time. It just never gets around because I'm never here because I have to work. But say that there was no NWO and you had to get over one of these two factions over and you have to not only get them over, but you got to join them. So you going with Dungeon of Doom or Raven's Block? I'm going to the bar. I'm going to drown my misery with James Sorensen in a bottle of Jameson. And I'm going to pretend that I don't have to make that choice. Oh, come on. You can't pick one over the other. It is a God awful (laughs) choice. That's like saying, would you rather get a railroad spike driven through the bottom of your heel? Or would you prefer slamming your head in a car door? 
fuck, they both are ugly and painful. I don't want to have to make that choice. But given if there was a gun to my head, I hate to paint such a violent picture here, but that's how tough this question is to answer. If somebody would have put out a gun and put it at the back of my head and said, pick one or eat the bullet, which one would I pick? I would pick the flock because I try to knock some sense into those degenerate bastards. They're miserable, fucking negative attitude about life. I would shake them. I would just try to force them to change their outlook because when you're that fucking miserable and you look at everything is miserable. Guess what? You're not contributing to the society. You're actually a malignant fucking tumor on the ass of life. So that's what I would do. This is why I love you. Thank you so much for answering that. Bet. I'm good. <laughs> Eric, you are loved by Lauren's all over the place. Lauren Eason back off, buddy. Moose to Don, another good friend of Eric Bischoff's. What's up, Moose to Don? <laughs> Not much, Eric. It's been a long time, my friend. How are you? I am doing well, man. Bon, how are you? You know, um, I'm great. I, I've, I've got a couple questions for you. The first one, um, I, I know you, you'll enjoy. Um, back at Top Guy Weekend, I bought you a couple Coors Lights. But when you're not drinking the Rocky Mountain Refreshment, what is your go-to beer? Um. I, I don't have a go-to, but, you know, I'll do Pabst Blue Ribbon just because I'm that guy. And it it's like kind of macaroni and cheese for me. It just brings me back to that part of my life where I was first introduced to beer. And I am a blue-collar guy at heart. I, I, I grew up in a very blue-collar environment in Detroit and Pittsburgh, and that's how I cut my teeth. Um, so I'll, I'll do Pabst uh, when I can find it. But if I'm in a restaurant or if I'm having dinner and I want to have a beer with dinner, I'll generally ask, you know, what's on the menu. And I'll look for some kind of uh, well, well-crafted well Pilsner because I like a lighter body beer. And beers, you know, come in categories. You know, you have your IPAs and, and, and things like that. Um, I like what's called a session beer. Hmm? Session beers refer to beers that you could drink a shit ton of meaning you can drink a lot of beers in one session, but they don't want to say it's for beers. It's a beer for people that like to pound beers because that sounds gratuitous. Uh, I'm one of those people. If I'm in the mood to have a couple beers, I'm going to have me a couple beers. And generally, if I have a good IPA or stout, you know, or even some lagers, they're generally too hoppy for mm -hmm. me and, and my palate. So I'll generally only have one or two. And some of them, like a good IPA, goes pairs well with whatever it is you're eating. Like if I'm having, for example, if I'm out and I order a good cut of steak, I'll have a, a good IPA with it because they just pair nicely. But I'll generally only have one and I'm done, maybe two. But if I'm out and I just want to relax with friends and, and hang out for an hour or two or three, then I'm going to go to a lighter bodied Pilsner style beer. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I definitely owe you a couple more Coors Lights next time we're in the same vicinity. Um, but my next question, and I'm kind of sad RJ left, uh, he re recently said on one of his episodes that Halloween Havoc wasn't the tentpole event that you made it out to be. Um, and that most wrestling fans ag 
agreed with him that Scarcade was really the big event for you guys. As a lifelong WCW fan, as somebody who touts you as the mad scientist of my childhood, the, the guy that made me such a wrestling fan, um, can you enlighten RJ when he watches this back as to why Halloween Havoc really was the big event and why it was so pivotal in the direction that WCW would head heading out of a year and into the next. I will certainly do that. But before I do, who is RJ? RJ Krasinski. Um, he's the big time uh, Buffalo Bills fan. He hosts uh, a podcast called Ringside Rant. Oh, okay. And But he's still a member, right? Yes. He's just, he's just not here? Okay. I only asked that question because I want to be careful and, and be aware of just how deeply I'm about to bury him. Uh, yes. Since he's a member of the family, I'm not going to bury him too deeply. I won't take him a full six feet, but I'm going to introduce him to the first three foot of what it's like to be buried alive by Eric Bischoff. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, since RJ wasn't a part of WCW uh, at the, on the executive level, certainly has no idea what the revenues uh, were for specific pay-per-views or the strategies involved therein. Anybody, including RJ, who has an opinion about which would have been or which was a tentpole event in WCW is speaking from a place of, um, dare I say, in the literal sense, ignorance, ignorance, meaning lack of knowledge or information, not necessarily to be confused with the derisive use of the term ignorant, which is the way most people use it. I use it in a literal sense, again, a reflection of lack of information or knowledge. Now from a purely financial point of view, Halloween Havoc stood as an opportunity to generate a much more revenue than Starcade. Why would I say that? Why, one, one might ask. Well, the reason is simple, that during the Christmas holidays, the weeks leading up to it, in a month or two leading up to it, discretionary income amongst wrestling families becomes a little bit tight because there's a lot of other things going on and a 29 or $39 pay-per-view doesn't necessarily fit easily into the budget during the Christmas holidays as it does say in October. So the mere fact that there is more potential revenue to be made in October than November makes Halloween Havoc an ideal candidate for being a tentpole event. Now, throw on top of the fact that we were historically, although it was a short history, bringing you that live event from Las Vegas gives it that extra kind of special vibe and feel, right? Because big things happen in Vegas or in Madison Square Garden, not in some fucking little arena in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's, yo, but it's Starcade. Who gives a fuck, right? It's the look, it's the feel, it's the vibe. And Starcade, excuse me, and, and Halloween Havoc coming to you from Las Vegas when there is more money out there in terms of discretionary income to be spent on things like pay-per-view as opposed to the Christmas holidays automatically makes Halloween Havoc a much more ideal candidate to be the 10-pole event of the year. So, RJ, pack that in your pipe and suck on it. That's why I love Eric Bischoff right there. There you go. I, Thank I, you. I And I knew it, and that's why I delivered. RJ, that's only three feet. You keep fucking around. I'm going to introduce you to six feet. He is here, by the way. I just saw in the chat, he actually is here. So oh, Okay, good. Well, I'm glad he could hear it firsthand. 
I appreciate that, Eric. All right, RJ. I appreciate the fact that you appreciate it. Well, if argument purposes, I just like Starcade better. It's nothing. It wasn't anything against Halloween Havoc. I just like watches Starcade better. But you know, I'm just having fun with you, right? Oh, of course, of course. Right. And I, I, I just love to uh, to get buried by Eric Bischoff. So that then made my day. You and Tony Khan. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. I want to bring attention to the fact that RJ has fashioned his podcast logo out of what image? RJ, show us that shirt. Um, Eggs. There it is. What is well, it? Halloween Havoc, of course. There you go. Or Havoc logo he took and repurposed. Because it's recognizable. It's fantastic branding. This is, again, why Eric, the businessman, knows so much more than you wrestling marks. John Hewling, I know you didn't come here to get obliterated by Eric today. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not. I just have a question that was in the recent history. With the WWE quarterly report, whatever it's called, coming out, and they reported almost $260 million and then cut a good number of good talent due to budget cuts, quote-unquote. Do you have any thoughts on that? And did you and Conrad touch on that um, as you normally do to begin your podcast? This morning, yeah, we did. We, we we touched on that, and uh, I went into a very serious analysis of the Punk Eddie Kingston promo. That I'm sure. Let me just say it this way: I'm sure I pissed some people off once again. <laughs> but so be it. It is what it is. I love you pissing people off. By the way, I uh, it, it is what it is. I have to be honest, and whether people like my opinion or don't like my opinion, agree with it or not, I really. You know, don't care. Um, I just have to be honest. That being said, yes, we did talk about the budget cuts, but here's what I think you got to remember. Mom. Who's Mom. that? That was a, well, get her on camera. Come My on. My daughter. Come here, baby. Come, Come here. on. Let's make Mom. a star out of this young lady. Oh, wow. She was laying down so her hair is crazy. Oh, hey, look at you. You're a beautiful little girl. <laughs> hey. She's my youngest. We got four. Hey <laughs> there. She's, my She's shy. That's yeah. all right. That'll change. <laughs> Won't it, Lauren? Yes. Um, <laughs> enjoy it while you can, brother. Um, but, you know, one of the things we have to remember when we read these things and react to the, and, and you listen to the bullshit narrative on the internet, whatever, um, just because somebody is, making budget cuts doesn't necessarily mean that they're in a bad shape financially. One of the reasons they're in a good shape financially is because they're constantly tweaking, managing their budgets and cutting budgets when it's appropriate. Now you look at that long list of people, uh, what was there 18 of them or something like that? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, and then some of them like Ember Moon was one that, you know, kind of surprised me and disappointed me. Harry Smith disappointed me. I think Karrion Cross, you know, baffled the shit out of me. There's a couple of them that makes you go, hmm, Nia Jax, well, what the hell? But at the end of the day, if you're not using that talent and you have no plans in the near future to use that talent, regardless of whether you're making a hundred billion dollars a quarter or not, you can't afford to just keep people around for the fun of it. And by the way, it's not even good for them. 
Because if they're not going to get a real opportunity to improve themselves or establish their characters with the audience and build, then you're not doing that talent any great service by simply sending them a check every other week. They're not going to grow that way. So I know it's difficult for us to go, well, $252 million in three months. Why would you have to cut any talent? Because you have to run your business. It's a publicly held company, by the way. This is not just some mom pop shop. This isn't, you know, Vince McMahon, you know, playing with his own money. This is a publicly held corporation. You have what's called a fiduciary responsibility to put your shareholders in the earnings of, of that company ahead of your own personal choices or decisions. You have to look out for your investors, which is the public who have invested in WWE, whether they've invested $100 or $100 million. You have a responsibility to, to those shareholders, and you have to make prudent financial decisions, even though they may not be comfortable publicly. So it just is what it is. Take the good with the bad. And if you're one of those 18 talents that got cut or whatever it was, look at it as an opportunity. Don't look at it as a, a kick in the teeth. Look at it as an opportunity and figure out how you're going to make them want you to come back. Thank you. I appreciate appreciate it. You're welcome, buddy. Fantastic. Eric, we have just one more, but before we get to Connor, I wanted to ask a question from Adam Hunter. Adam is at work. He says, I know that Eric is close to Jim Duggan. Has he heard how he's doing lately after a recent surgery? I have not heard directly. I'll probably give Jim a call over the next week or two. When somebody goes through a surgery like that, the last thing I want to do is make them feel like they've got to take my call or or bother them. I'm sure Jim's going to heal up. He's a positive guy. He's one of the most positive people I've been around in a long time. He's fun as hell. His wife is a blast to be around. And I think just because Jim is such a positive person and a fighter, you know, we always look at Jim and we look at his character and, you know, he was kind of a cartoonish, you know, typical eighties WWF type of character, but Jim is a tough son of a bitch, a real tough son of a bitch and also a positive tough son of a bitch. And I'm sure he's going to be just fine. There you have it. Give us the update as soon as you can. Connor Madden, what's your question for Eric Bischoff? Uh, hi, Eric. Uh, so question I had, I'm a little nervous. This is my first time uh, asking a question. Don't <laughs> so. be nervous. We're happy to pop your cherry here on AdFreeShows.com. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> Come on now. This is nothing but fun. So. With all the streaming services like with WWE and TNA having theirs, uh, how how much content do you think uh, AEW would have to have to start? Because it seems like you would have to have an enormous amount, and they're kind of relatively new. That's a good question, and I, I wish I uh, honestly I, I don't know enough about a streaming business plan, um, having never been involved in it, to really give you a, an honest or good answer to that. But it seems just on the surface that, yeah, you would need thousand or right. more hours of evergreen content, you know, evergreen meaning, you know, people are going to be interested in seeing it forever. Um, you need, I would guess, I don't know. It's just a guess thousand or more hours of that. So it's going to take a time, take some time, but you, you can also have a streaming service that's available for new content that isn't necessarily reliant upon, um, a library of content. 
Um, again, I don't know enough about the streaming business models to be really um, worth an opinion, but I'm sure there's different ways to do it. And I'm sure it's being explored. Do you think the, uh, like the two YouTube shows they do dynamite rampage. And then I think the podcasts they do think that would help kind of generate more. I mean, it could, I, you know, again, I wish I knew more about streaming right. and, and the business models and, What's going on in that world? I just, I don't, I'm ignorant in the literal sense of the term. I'm, I'm, I have lack of knowledge and information. So therefore my opinion is worthless. Um, but there's a lot of smart people out there that I'm sure they can figure out a way to skin that cat. And if you've got con- look, it's all comes down to content, podcast content, video content, YouTube content, whatever it is. If it's in your library and you can figure out a way to repackage that content and kind of find new ways of using it, um, then yeah, those are all great opportunities. Cool. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> and thanks for being a part of it. And Come back next time and don't be nervous. Nothing to be nervous about. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Got a hell of a voice there, by, by the way. You should oh, be doing a radio you. somewhere, being a voiceover some, for some fucking dastardly I, evil cartoon character. Because your voice would scare the hell out of the eight-year-old me. <laughs> it goes with the size, too, so it kind of helps. <laughs> there you go. Very cool. Thank you so much for joining us on this one, Connor, and all of you. Eric, I have a few comments about repackaging old content. I mean, Conrad has basically created an empire out of doing such a thing. And I wanted to just give you guys a little teaser, Housen, that we have a lot of new, exciting things coming up in the very near ad-free show's future, Housen, and that uh, Eric Bischoff may be involved with a little bit of new talent It'll be a lot of fun housing for you guys. So just want to let you know, hang in there, stay with us. We got so much more coming down the pike. Lots of fun things going on at adfreeshows.com. If you missed this one, get your upgrade on Top Guys and My Push. Get to hang out with Eric Bischoff and our other talents quite regularly. And we'd love to have you at the next show housing. Eric, good to see you as always. All of you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, everybody. Hey, and Adam O'Neill, what are you hitting back there in the background, brother? It's looking awful good to me. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just it's just a regular vape. Just trying to get off the cigarettes and stuff. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you were partying your ass off over there. But all right. <laughs> Eric, thank you. And hope you've been wearing that that Jameson. Uh... I do, indeed. And, and, every, and people and in, in Cody are wondering if I have some kind of a drinking problem. But I wear it, I, I wear it nonetheless. All right, I got to run, guys. Thank you all very much. Later, Eric. Thank you. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Your house is worth more than ever, and that represents a real opportunity for you to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments than you ever thought possible. You see, the interest you pay on your credit cards right now is probably, what, more than 19%? Whereas I can get you the best rate you've ever had on a mortgage right now. Now the experts say rates are going to rise next year. So take advantage of these rates while we've still got them. And the added bonus of doing it right now during the holiday season, you get to skip your next two house payments. Think about that. No payments in December or January. You're done until February 1st. So your single biggest bill, you pocket that cash for two months. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Keep more of your own money and get rid of your credit card debt once and for all. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners save hundreds of dollars per month, but more importantly, they go from a 30-year loan down to just 15. 
I know what you're thinking. I can't afford a 15 year loan, buddy. You can't afford not to with rates as low as they are right now. It's not a matter of if we can save you money. It's a matter of how much. And if you're in a 30 year loan, you're overpaying your single biggest bill and you may not even realize it. Find out how much money you can save right now for free before it's too late and make this the best holiday ever. You got the best rate possible. You got rid of your credit card debt. You're saving money every month. And oh, by the way, you're getting out of debt faster with cheaper monthly payments. Find out how much money you can save right now for free and make this the best Christmas ever. Let's save with Conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And hey, check out our reviews for yourself. See what everybody else has to say about what they experienced at SaveWithConrad.com and read our reviews at ConradReviews.com. That's C-O-N-R-A-D Reviews.com. We've got tons of five-star reviews of families just like you who are saving tens of thousands of dollars at SaveWithConrad.com. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you fifteen to twenty? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.